Warning, the Surgeon General of the United States has issued a physical and mental health advisory regarding this podcast. Stupid people doing stupid things can be hazardous to your health. Wait, 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 wait. The Surgeon General is stupid. Don't pay any attention to him. This includes anything the host may describe, say, or do. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Chris Crazy Dad Rasmussen. And I'm Gary Topoloski. Thanks so much for putting up with our stupidity. To show our profound thanks, we're going to return the favor. If you listen to our show and you take an inordinate amount of time in the fast food drive through we promise that we won't lean on our horn or shout epithets at you. Because most people don't know what epithets are. Yeah, they don't even know what epaulets are. Exactly. Episode 11 of the Stupid People Podcast is brought to you by Sniffer, the cocaine picker-upper. Yeah, talk about a real picker-upper, eh? Picking up a real picker-upper. Perfect for those high traffic areas. A lot of trafficking goes on in your house, apparently. Yeah, a lot of people drive into my house. One swipe with the Sniffer and all the drugs will end up in your rugs. And all that leftover blow will end up on your toes. You know, Chris, there's another benefit to the Sniffer. You really don't want your neighbors to find out how much money you make. I definitely don't want my neighbors to find out how much money I make. It's not for that reason. The previous commercial has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Cocaine, Coke, Angel Powder, Florida Snow, Sneeze, Snow White, Snowbird, Snow Cone, or White Horse is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Also, we should be sponsored by uh, Breaking Bad reruns. That's possible. (laughs) Today's stupid quote is by Gustav Flaubert. It says, to be stupid, selfish, and have good health are three requirements for happiness. Though if stupidity is lacking, all is lost. Gustav Flaubert wrote Madame Bovary, which uh, I couldn't read because I can't read French that well. I can't say Flaubert without going Flaubert. They translated it in English, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess they did, huh? Flaubert, Flaubert. Well, today's episode is called It's Elementary, My Dear Watson, because we're going to have flashbacks to stupid things in elementary school. But first, let's get distracted. Uh, You mentioned Watson. Um, So Watson, uh, the original thing that we were thinking about was uh, Sherlock Holmes and Watson, right? That's what what a lot of people think of when Watson is is brought up to mind. Yeah. But I'm going to take you back to Alexander Graham Bell. So Alexander Graham Bell was inventing the phone, and I believe the first thing that he said to his friend, Mr. Watson, mm-hmm. right? Eddie. Okay, I don't <laughs> know what it was. I don't know what he says. Mr. Watson, I exactly. guess. He says, this is, Watson, come here. I need you, right? That's a weird thing. Yeah, because I'm, I'm sure, like, you know, thank God it was a Bell, Alexander Graham Bell, because it was like Alexander Graham Cracker. Who would be like the the crackers ringing for you? So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You ever have a cracker telephone or something like that? Right? Your name sure rings a cracker. You'd, you'd be listening to unending ads, yeah, on TV on cracker telephone. Get your cracker telephone here. It's uh, you can always tell it from your from your uh, neighbors because it's white. Yeah, and I think the other part that's kind of pathetic is that you know in the old Star Wars things, wasn't that the Death Star became the AT and T symbol? 
Okay, whatever. Oh, that's that's up to yeah. you, man. But this is now back to Sherlock Holmes and Watson. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes and Watson. So I think he spilled acid on himself, and I don't think it was the LSD kind of acid or whatever. So he. Oh, so when he said Watson can quip, it was completely different. Yeah. And then there's some um, IBM Watson. Yes, yeah, it IBM. Was, it, yeah, Go ahead. It, it was the one that challenged the people playing chess in the maybe 80s or 90s and kicked butt. Yes, yes, they started uh, defeating defeating guys uh, who um, I guess it was that time they were they were probably only only uh, challenging guys at chess. Yeah, couldn't um, beat me at Hangman, but no. <laughs> so, um, but they brought in IBM Watson at some point to uh, Jeopardy back in the seventies, believe it or not. So, hmm. how do we do there? I don't know if he uh, it it. I don't know. I guess it's Watson. I guess it would be a he. Could you put it in the form of a question? How'd we do there, dumbass? <laughs> Nobody actually examined exactly. the chipset to see whether it was uh, pronoun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. IBM. I think that they should have done a really great uh, commercial back in the day, and they should have done something like uh, somebody says something, and then they go, "No shit, Sherlock," Aww. and then "No shit, Watson." <laughs> Sounds like a, con- um, a contemporary commercial for suppositories. Never mind. Uh, maybe, okay. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You, you, you're really into suppositories, or exactly. suppositories are really into you. Suppositories are us. Yes. Okay. And then there's um, Watson and Crick. So, um, oh, Crick. Yeah, Watson and uh, James Watson and Francis Crick, who was a guy. Um, I, I think uh, he got his last name because he had a bad neck. Oh, okay. They discovered the uh, double helix structure of DNA. Wasn't well, that the talking mule? Different kind of Francis. Never mind. And then. Uh, so, look, do you remember your base pairs from yes. Uh, biology? Yes. Ad, ad, adenosine or aden, adenine, adenosine paired with thymine, cytosine paired with guanine. And it all comes out here. Yeah. I mean, um, these are the kind of songs we used to do in, in like AP Bio, which is not our episode. Our episode is elementary, not high school. We're doing that next. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to wait for that one. Yeah. I love teasers. Before we do the teasers on the elementary, let's plug ourselves with a commercial. Okay. Hi, I'm Chris Crazy Dad Rasmussen. I named myself after my spatula, which I invented to take all the cat food out of cans that have those terrible pull-off tabs that you can slice yourself on. And um, this spatula will go into your can. And matter of fact, I have one right here, right here. There's a can, and uh, you just swipe all the food out, and it will go into a little kitty cat food dish, and the cats will get all of the food they would otherwise have to wash down the drain. So it fe- it greatly increases the speed which you can feed the cats, and you waste so little food just by rinsing and then throwing your can into recycling. You can get them at crazydadstore.com. That's www crazydadstore.com and if you buy two I will add a green spatula to your order at no extra charge. Wow folks you're missing some really good visuals here because like he was tapping a can so I think it was more important to think about the visual of a cat trying to cut its tongue to reach, reach into mm-hmm. get the you know, it's like the, good to the last drop that's a Maxwell house ad. Yes my, <clears throat> my, uh, my trademark is get all the food out. Yeah get it the hell out. Okay. Uh, I, on the other hand, am a patent attorney. Um, so my, my gig is if you've invented something, uh, if you've 
come up with a new product, process, an improvement, or perhaps just want to get a registration for your trademark, service mark, or copyright, give me a call. I am at 877-5-PATENT, P-A-T-E-N-T, 877-5-PATENT, or you can drop Gary Topolowski an email. It was too hard to try to spell Topolowski in an email, so I just went with patentlawyerpittsburgh.com. So try me there, and I'll be glad to reply. Pittsburgh yeah. at Gmail. Yeah, oh that thing is pending, so it's my patent pending address. Okay, okay good. <laughs> All right, um, so uh, elementary school. Elementary, my dear Watson, grades. Um, I, I did not go to kindergarten. I got locked out. It was a really sad story. I, I milk it for all the mileage I can. But my parents, because I was the afterthought, I had like a five-year-old and an eight-year-old sister. So they came in like, and said, uh, we should register Gary, register Gary for kindergarten. It's like, sorry, you missed the deadline. So it's like I got stuck another year basically watching television, which I was really good at. But I started elementary school at first grade. So that was a, a different thing for all my peers who basically knew nap time. I, have, I was like nap deprived. <laughs> I like that, and I bet you they looked at you out of the corner of their eye when you uh, when you walked in and said, "We missed a whole year of school." You. He thinks he's special just because he can't nap now. Yeah. So, uh, where did you go? Where did you go to elementary school? I went to elementary school, a Catholic school in in the east end of Pittsburgh. So it was in Swissvale, Mm -hmm. and uh, we were taught by nuns. So you saw all these penguins walking around, and it's like, okay, we'll have none of that. They were really good, and it was a really small church and school. Uh, literally, first and second grade were together. Third and fourth were together. Mrs. McBride taught third and fourth, and she once gave me a lot of hell because we were having this philosophical debate. I had to tell her that Atlanta isn't a state. The state is Georgia, and she basically came this close to grounding me because, don't tell me that. Atlanta is a state. Okay. I think it's the devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a solace deal. Was just playing in the background. You and I have something in common because as I was entering fourth grade, also that was the time where I started to get really confident, and I was a good speller, and I was really good in math. I was and, gooder in math than you. <laughs> and uh, my my teachers would go up to the board, and they would they would make a mistake. They but they'd physically make a mistake on the board. And I would call them out on it. So I was like the proofreader for the, for the whole class. And I uh, developed the reputation. Like IBM being... Watson almost. Yeah. 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 Yep. What son? What son is mine? So uh, anything tragic or crazy happened to you? Well, we did have a kind of a nun story because after fourth grade, uh, that school closed down. So mm-hmm. I kept bouncing every four years to a different school. In fifth grade, I went across town to a larger Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And I was the new kid. I was the kid from across town, across the tracks. But they had, if you guys remember these things in in the 60s and 70s, we had planned evacuation drills in school. And so whenever the bell rang a particular way and they were counting the fire drill, because everybody had to march single file out the building, along the walls, to a point where they were reconvened and see if nobody else else left in the building. So they would have a kind of head count. But the bell rang, and I'm a little chubby, fat fifth grader. And I'm going down the um, hallway, single file, hugging the side of the road. And more importantly, as I'm walking here, imagine, if you will, a dark-haired, fat, glassed kid. And lo and behold, the nun who is a room and a half away decides to open her door to let her kids out so they can be evacuated, however you want to interpret that term. 
But more importantly, as Sister Pancratius opens her door, good old Gare was walking the other way, and it was kind of like those train wrecks in the black and white movies where the two trains collide because I slammed head-on at that high speed of maybe 0.4 miles per hour, but it knocked my glasses for a loop because I just slammed into it. And I was kind of taken aback, and she looks, comes around the corner and goes, what are you doing? Keep mm-hmm. moving. It's like, I'm sorry, I'm trying to na- basically not have a nosebleed here. Yeah, so uh, that traumatic brain injury uh, explains a lot about you. Gary. Exactly. Yeah. It still carries over. Yeah, for me, um, hmm, I, was, uh, I was 10 years old, so I would have been fourth, fifth grade, something like that. And uh, this isn't particularly funny, but I, I, some things just sort of stick out in my past. And this is one of those things where we had a lesson one day, and uh, they recounted, um, or the teacher recounted, all of the significant news events in 1968 up until that point. And it was a particularly uh, interesting year. Um, it was the first time, I think, that I actually got into even thinking about history. And um, there, there were three things. Um, one is uh, LBJ uh, decided not to, not decided not to run, and uh, which is strange because most people who are in office decide to run again. Uh, Martin Luther King was assassinated. And um, that was and, April. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, RFK was assassinated by, in June. Uh, yeah. And Sirhan, by Sirhan Sirhan. Right. And uh, I'll just never forget that. Uh, I, I don't know why it was particularly uh, etched in my mind, but it, it, it apparently was surreal. So, Let's flash forward to 2023. Yeah. RFK's back. The sun, <laughs> the sequel. In uh, sort of the late, late elementary school, I decided to join the Boy Scouts, and so Uh-oh. I became like, I became a Weebelow, yes. which is sort of like the, the, the it's like the uh, what do you call it uh, when you're you're uh, you're in purgatory because you you were in, it, for most people they go through Cub Scouts. I never went through Cub Scouts. <gasps> then you, you go into purgatory, and, and you go into Weebelows, which is like purgatory, and then you go into Boy Scouts. So mm. um, anyway, went into Boy Scouts. Ultimately, joined joined that organization. And I uh, remember that they always were raising money. And one of the ways that they would raise money was by uh, going through the neighborhood, by, by us going through the neighborhood with our parents' car. Obviously, okay. we were in the back. You were driving? We were in the front. Okay. And we would go from one, uh, uh, one house to another, and we'd pick up people's uh, newspapers or we'd pick up people's magazines or whatever, and we'd separate them. And whatnot, and we got to this one house. I got I got to learn about this guy. He was a mechanic, and he'd have all of his newspapers in one stack and all of his magazines in another. And as I was going through the magazine, I found out that he um, liked Playboy a lot. Oh, so I found a way after a couple of months to stash the Playboys under the back seat of my Ford uh, Fairlane station wagon. Your dad's, my dad's, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Uh, since I was his kid, it was okay. my car too, I guess. And uh, so I'd extract it and then use it for research uh, later on. Research. Uh, That's yeah. what we call it. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, in sixth grade, I had a, a elementary school teacher called uh, Miss Morrow. And she uh, ran the place like a prison. And you didn't, you didn't step out of line. You didn't even leave your foot in the aisle because you would get killed. And uh, for some reason, um, well, we... For every day, we'd have reading time. So it was when the teachers needed to go off and blow off steam in the in a lounge or something. It wasn't today. It was for tomorrow. 
Oh, Miss Morrow. Oh, okay, got it. Okay, mm, yeah. Um. Anyway, so Stretch. she left. She left, and everybody got out their books or their magazines, and I had stuffed a Playboy magazine inside <gasps> of a Time magazine cover, and one of the kids called my bluff on it because I I don't know how this happened, but they sort of knew. And maybe it was just because of the facial expressions I was making when I was looking at the magazine or whatever. Guilty. And uh, and they said, oh, Chris has a Playboy. And then all of a sudden, all these kids like get behind me and start looking. Say, come on. And I close the book up. I close the magazine up, obviously. And they look at me and they, come on, show us, show us. And then I I, I like quickly uh, went through the magazine and finally found a picture that was uh, not too bad, PG thirteen. Wow. And I showed it to them, and that seemed to satisfy their prepubescent uh, curiosity. And after and and teacher. It, they went back to their seats. Teacher came back in, and then we had a recess, which we had back then. And I took that magazine and I stuffed it into the woods behind the, uh, the kickball. So you had the, the time, field. but you didn't have the magazine. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, how about you? Uh, well, I, first of all, going back a little bit about culture shock, uh, I, I, I identified as a Weeblo. Mm. So, yes, I had my like Weeblo period because. Uh, I remember my mom going through the book with the uh, den mother and saying, oh, yeah, Gary did that. Gary did that. So I was like, I just wanted the badges. We don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> that's right. So that's, that's probably how you went through a college. Too. I, got, I got credit. I got high school credits for that for that course, right? But I do remember basically in, in elementary school, that was where I started to also kind of get attention from watching the older kids doing their comedy. Mm-hmm. And with the nuns, in my elementary schools, elementary schools in the 60s, yeah, they had an assigned librarian, but the library was essentially self-serve. So you went in there and you signed in for attendance. And interestingly enough, like the nun would come and round us up and take us back to the class. And every once in a while, she'd go crazy because the older kids, <laughs> the ones with like the chutzpah, would sign in with fake names. So the nun's looking in the thing and saying, okay, who's Dickie Hertz? So because some kids signed in that way and then it was just pleasurable to see the nun screaming up there. Who's yeah. Dickie Hurts? Who's Dickie Hurts? You have to wait till physics. To exactly. Yeah. Right. That, that yeah. was gym class. And yeah. then there was Dick Gazinia. So those are the two names that we were kind of common. And it's like, you know, sister, if you're saying this every other week, it's no longer funny. Right. So, um, so Hertz is cycles per second, which is, oh, oh, which is really, so uh, well, women on major steroids uh, get that. Yeah. Let's see. Anything else from Elementary school. Back Elementary, in the day. my dear Watson. Yeah, I think it's kind of neat in terms of what we did in the '60s, and it was a, a very memorable time for America. It was a kind of historic everyday thing. Mm-hmm. It was kind of sad to necessarily see uh, things going on and on in terms of the nightly news because there yeah. was only one yeah. channel. Yeah, and um, Walter Cronkite would would come on. I know every Friday night, and he would he would give the uh, Vietnam War because that was. In, it was in full force. Fatalities. Yeah, all the yeah the body bag count, the body count, or whatever, and how many how many uh, injuries there were, or whatever. Right, yeah. and there there was no twenty four seven news cycle, so things were basically getting to us when they did. Yeah. And actually, it was kind of weird because our parents, or my older sisters, in my case, were watching these things in black and white. So it was kind of revolutionary for us to sort of see color news, let alone color sad, horrible death news on what was happening in the world. Yeah, so um, those are some of the stupid things that happened to us in our formative years in elementary school. That does it for another installment of the Stupid People podcast. And don't forget, don't be stupid out there. But if you do forget, make sure nobody's around.
If you like what you hear, hit that like button and subscribe. Share with the stupid people in your life and uh, maybe one or two of the smart people. Visit our Facebook page and leave some comments or ideas for stories you'd like us to do in the future. Or you can email us at stupidpeoplepodcastshow at gmail.com. That's a long one. Uh, Gmail is cluttered with all sorts of fake and uh, abandoned email addresses at stupidpeoplepodcastshow at gmail.com. That's it for now. Bye-bye.